Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Welcome along to the Kent Online Podcast, a roundup of the biggest stories that have been going on in Kent today. It's Tuesday, December the 15th, and the mass rollout of the coronavirus vaccine has got underway in Kent today. Less than two weeks after it was approved for use in the UK, GPs in the county are now able to give the Pfizer-BioNTech jab to the most vulnerable patients. Quite a historic day. Nine vaccination sites across the county are opening over the next few days and more will follow. In fact, it's hoped 17 will be up and running by the end of the week. Well, I've been chatting to Dr Jack Jacobs from Ham Street Surgery near Ashford. It's just important to note that because of the way that the vaccine's stored, not every general practice is going to be able to have the vaccine. So we're having to group together in groups of practices, select the most appropriate surgery or maybe not a surgery, maybe another building. Um, to get people to and that's just to do with this particular Pfizer vaccine and the way it's stored Um, and I guess the other thing to say is that we are are following government guidance about who we're offering this vaccine to so the first uh, groups and we're looking at the most vulnerable groups to begin with are um, patients who are in care homes uh, the over 80s and health and social care sort of frontline workers so that's who we are looking to call into these clinics at the moment and linked to that is is that you know don't don't phone in we'll phone you we, we are now proactively so practices involved in this who are starting to be involved in this in fact my practice is a part of a team of practices uh, who are going to start vaccinating on friday we're now phoning people up uh, on our lists um to come and have the vaccine and if you get a phone call they're really keen for people to come it's a good vaccine we we uh, thoroughly believe it's a safe and effective vaccine and we want people to have the vaccine to protect themselves and, and, and their families and to enable us all to get back to some sort of normality at some point. So to get to this stage so quickly in the pandemic then Jack it must have taken a huge effort. It has been an enormous challenge I'll be honest with you because although the vaccine has been given all the authorization just the practicalities the logistics has been a real significant challenge and it's not just about the vaccine we need to make sure the staff have had the right training that they can all get to the vaccine centers um, and that and we need certain bits of equipment and certain bits of um, IT all in place for it to happen it has been very very challenging um, but, you know, general practice is, is taking up that challenge and working incredibly hard, incredibly long hours to, to meet it. Now, this vaccine requires two jabs. So you're booking those appointments at the same time. Um, but it seems like more vaccines could be on the way. We've heard that another one has been approved for trials. I suspect there'll be a menu of different vaccines for us to choose from going forward and they they, they all have different amounts of evidence and, and, and some may be useful in certain groups uh, more than others. I think the one we're all really waiting for is the Oxford one to be honest with you because the characteristics in terms of its storage uh, and the logistics associated that we think in general practice will make that much easier for us to administer and give out. It will feel a bit more like a regular flu clinic than the Pfizer um, vaccine which has got these very specific uh, criteria about its storage which makes it just logistically more difficult. Yeah. However we are seeing infection rates aren't we in most parts of Kent continue to rise that must be a concern despite the vaccine becoming more widely available. Yeah and that's a real worry the, the, the rates locally to me in Ashford and I think across Kent and Medway generally are high or getting higher 
it's a very worrying time. I'm really worried about the pressure on the hospitals at the moment as well. They appear to be very busy across the patch. So while we start this vaccination process, it's just so vital that people listen to the rules and respect the rules uh, that we're all under in tier three at the moment and I suspect likely to stay for some time. The initial deliveries of the vaccine to each site in Kent will be one box, which contains 975 doses, and they'll be given out over three to five days. The William Harvey Hospital in Ashford was the first to start giving the vaccine last week, and supplies are due to be received at Medway Maritime this week. We're told other hospitals, large vaccination centres and mobile services for those who are housebound or in a care home will follow as part of the vaccination programme rollout. Latest figures show a big rise in the number of new coronavirus cases across Kent and Medway during the first week in Tier 3. More than 8,500 people tested positive in the seven days to last Wednesday. That's 30% more than the previous week, which was during the second national lockdown. Swale, Medway, Dover, Maidstone, Gravesham, Canterbury and Ashford are in the top 10 for the highest COVID infection rates in England. Well, more mass testing for coronavirus will get underway in Kent at the end end of the week. Sites are being set up in Swale and Thanet for anyone who doesn't have symptoms and could unknowingly be spreading COVID-19. A working men's club in Sheerness and Ramsgate Port have been made available with more sites to follow across the county. Four centres have been running in Medway since last week and already identified 126 cases where people weren't showing any symptoms. Also today, there are calls for the government to rethink plans to allow families to get together at Christmas. At the moment, they're saying three households will be allowed to mix between December the 23rd and 27th, but with cases, as you heard, still rising and areas like London now being put into Tier 3 restrictions, some have suggested that's not a good idea. Here's what Dr Jack Jacobs had to say about it when I spoke to him. I think if you look at the scientific evidence, we know that when people mix, the cases go up. And actually, unfortunately, locally, we're high at the moment. And as much as I want to meet up with my family and friends at Christmas, I I worry particularly about mixing with with people that could be at higher risk. So so elderly relatives is something I'm certainly going to avoid doing over the Christmas period. If there is any update on that story, we will, of course, follow it at kentonline.co.uk. You can scroll down and click on the national news pages. You can also let us know what you think about the whole Christmas idea by voting in the poll on our story. Kent Online News. More news for you now. And a Kent mum whose five-year-old daughter is in a children's hospital with severe brain damage has urged a High Court judge not to stop her life support treatment. Bosses at Evelina in London believe that ending it and allowing Pippa Knight to die would be lawful and in the girl's best interests. Her mum, Paula Parfit from Strood, wants doctors to be allowed to treat her at home. The hearing is due to end on Friday. Not good news again for levels of unemployment in Kent. Figures out today show more than six 68,700 people were claiming jobless benefits in the county last month. That's an increase of around 1,300 compared to October. The number of adults out of work is still three times higher than before the first lockdown in March. And more people were made redundant in the UK between August and October than at any point on record. At Kent Online, you can see CCTV images of two men police want to speak to after a taxi driver was racially abused near Maidstone. He was threatened and had his car damaged after refusing to let two men with alcohol into the vehicle. It happened outside a hotel on Borton Road near Lenham back in September. 
This is one of our most read stories today and questions remain over the identity of a woman found dead at a house in Medway. The remains were discovered at the property in Hempstead in February and are thought to belong to an 89-year-old woman. Her daughter, though, has disputed that and more efforts are going to have to be made to confirm who she was. A full inquest is due to take place next April. Now, a Whitstable woman's revealed how she endured 18 months of chemotherapy, only to be told she didn't have cancer. Janice Johnston's weight dropped to just seven stone and she suffered from aching bones, nausea and dizziness while undergoing treatment at the Kenton Canterbury Hospital. The 53-year-old was eventually referred to a specialist in London where it was discovered doctors had made a mistake. I was with my husband at the time and when she told me, she, she left the room and my husband turned around and said, oh, that's fantastic, it's great news, isn't it? And for a split second, I was relieved, but then I just felt this overwhelming feeling of anger. I was so angry that they put me through that for over two years for no reason. You know, it all could have been avoided if they'd have done those initial tests right at the very beginning and not just diagnosed me on a blood test. I felt like a total fraud, obviously, because, you know, when they, they, a doctor tells you you've got cancer, you believe them, you believe what they say to you. And then to be told, no, actually, you don't have it. It's just like, I don't know, I just felt for like two years of my life had just been wasted, you know. To do that, you know, to go to Margate, do the race for life and, and have all those people stand there watching you talking about this cancer you, I never had on stage, it, it's just humiliating. You know, I just felt so angry. Chantal Akai is from Girling's Personal Injury Claims, who represented Janice. It, it was just such a sad story because, uh, you know, Janice is a lovely lady. She's got four children, family. Um, and when she phoned to say that, you know, she had not only been diagnosed with cancer, but then had undergone the chemo for so long, for 18 months, which made her incredibly poorly, um, not just physically, but the, the psychological impact of that on her and her family, um, it, you know, it's... It, it's terrible to, to, to hear something like that. The negligence for us was quite clear-cut. Um, they should have repeated blood tests that they didn't, they should have done a bone marrow biopsy that they simply didn't and they should have done an ultrasound scan. Um, those are you know diagnostic investigations that guidelines say you should do before you make a diagnosis of that type of cancer. They simply didn't do those investigations. They just had um, some blood test results and made a diagnosis on the back of that. They've both been speaking to our colleagues at KMTV. East Kent Hospitals Trust have admitted liability and settled the claim out of court for more than £75,000. They say a misdiagnosis of this kind is exceptionally rare and they wholeheartedly apologise. Two Kent men are part of a drug gang that's been jailed for a total of 138 years. A 69-year-old from Greenhithe and 45-year-old from Tunbridge have been locked up following a two-year investigation by the Met Police. In total, 23 people were sentenced for their role in the supply of cocaine, amphetamine and cannabis and being involved in an organised crime network. It's emerged a post-Brexit lorry park being built next to the M20 in Ashford won't be fully ready until the end of February because of heavy rain. The 66-acre site next to Junction 10A in Sevington was supposed to be completed in time for the end of the transition period in January. But the town's MP, Damien Green, says only the customs side won't be available, meaning lorries will still be held there if there's disruption at the ports. And a retired teacher has described how he watched in horror as a 10-metre tall tree that was being chopped down 
fell onto his house near Faversham. Mike Steigel was outside and heard a crunching noise when the wood split on Staple Street Road in Goodneston. His wife was in the living room at the time, but thankfully no one was hurt as the branches came to rest on the side of the building. The council has apologised. Kent Online Sport. Football and Gillingham's busy run of games continues later as they welcome Accrington Stanley to Priestfield. It follows their 2-1 defeat at Doncaster Rovers on Saturday. We spoke to manager Steve Evans after that game and he said there could be quite a few changes to his side because of the performance. At the minute we're having to juggle and regroup and go again, but the one thing I can assure the Joe supporters is we'll be 11 players to start the game who I know will give me everything they've got. I expected that today and I didn't get it today and I've been doubts about one or two of them before. Kickoff tonight is at 5.30. The Jills are currently 12th in the League One table. Don't forget you can follow Kent Online Jills on Twitter for match updates. That's it for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can subscribe to the IM News app, which will give you access to all of KM Group's newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.